and to everyone who made it to church this morning. I want to say thank you so much for making it to church this morning. I'm glad to see your awesome face this morning. And I'm thanking you once again for being in the presence of the Lord. A lot of people have the opportunity to be in the house, but they are not in the house. But you are in the house today. It means you are special. It means God is special to you. Therefore, you obey God and his instruction and you do not forsake the gathering of brethren. Once again, thank you all for making it to church this morning. Put your hands together for yourself once again. Put your, put your hands together for yourself. Self-love is very important. Put your, put your hands together for yourself. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. How many of us were in church um, last week, Sunday? How many of us were in church? Okay. Um, for those who were not in church, I'm going to give you a recap of last week's Sunday message. Praise the Lord. And we started a series this, this month, a new series love, titled Love, Dates, and What? Heartbreaks. And last week's message recap topic was finding the word the right person right are we together if you were in church last week sunday you bear with me that our topic was finding the right person and if you look at this series very closely the series is mostly for all of us whether married or unmarried as a single person you are looking for a life partner and as a married person, you have to stay in love. You have to continue to sparkle the love. You know, the title of the series is Love, Dates, and Heartbreaks. And this series will run for the next two months. And at the moment, we are on love. And like I said earlier, finding the right person. And our papa in the house spoke about two things last week. And one of them was the right person. And one of his, if I must recap, one of his statements was, the right, the, the right person meets, the right person meets is the meet that the person is not that there is no right person for you, but that once you find the right person, everything turns out to be right, to which all the married people know that it is not what? True. You see? He, he is the only person that answered because you are not married. When you're married, you will understand. Praise the Lord. And then he went on to also give us another point. The promise meet. Which is that, the promise meet is that thinking a promise replaces the need for preparation. Is that true? That a promise replaces the need for preparation. Does it mean that because a man promised you, will you marry me? He is married to you. Does it mean that because you went to the altar and took vow before the presence of God, does it mean that the man who is accountable is, is capable to do what he has promised? That is what the message was talking about. And that is why I urge each and every one of you not to miss any of the series. Try to follow it. Last week was, the topic was finding the right, um, finding the right person. And... This message, as I said last week, got us to the summary, the summary of last week's message, which ended us with two questions. How many of you can remember the question? 
Okay, thank you very much. God bless you. It means you are in church. So, number one question for the unmarried is, are you becoming the person, the person you are looking for is looking for? And then for the unmarried, the question goes, for the unmarried, are you still the person worth finding and keeping? Because you were found, are you worth still keeping? Is a hard work. That question is meant for you to go home and do what? And meditate and answer that question. Praise the Lord. And put your hands together for today's topic. Today's topic is becoming the right person. Praise the Lord. How do I become the right person? Last week was finding the right person. This week is becoming the right person. For those of you who were not in church today, you have to jam your hands for me for giving you a recap of what last week is so you can flow into today's message. Praise the Lord. So here we dish into today's message. He said, becoming the right person. How do I become the right person I'm looking for? And our anchor scripture is from the book of 1 Corinthians 13 from verse 4 to 5. Please, the media crew project quickly. Thank you very much. So, 1 Corinthians 13 from verse 4 to 5. 4 to 5. He said, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It does not, it is not proud. Praise the Lord. That is Verse 4, right? 1 Corinthians 13, 4. A lot of times we talk about love, 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 Lord. What is love? Some people feel love is just the feeling you have for somebody. Yes, partly true. Love is an affection. Oh, yes, true. But there's something I want to know. I want you to know about love. Love is a choice. Love is a choice. The Bible went on to say, he said, among them all, we have hope, faith, love. But the greatest of all is what? Love. And the choice of making, make, uh, the choice of loving was already made and given to you by your heavenly father, which is stated in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 4. And he spoke about love. And if you look at the book of John 3, 16, he said, for God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son, whosoever believe in him, he shall not what? Perish. It means God first love you before you love him. So it means the choice of loving is not just yours. It's because your creator has already made the choice for you. If you believe me that the choice is yours already, come on, your hands together for Jesus. He made it possible. He already showed the exemplary life for you. That love is very important in your life. Praise the Lord. And that is why today St. Paul came in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7 where he spoke about marriage. Praise the Lord. When we talk of love concerning spouses, you know, um, you also look at the book of 1 Corinthians. Please, Go back to that first Corinthians. Thank you, the media crew. God bless you. You're doing a great job. Please, quickly. In the book of First Corinthians 13, verse 4, where he said, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. How many of us are in a relationship here in the house this morning? How many of us are in a relationship? See, today's message is not a cold, cold message. We have to flow together. 
we have to dish together. We have to eat together. We have to dine together. So I want to know how many of you are in a relationship in that house. So you see, so if you want to love, it means you have to be patient. And what is patience? What is patience? A lot of people don't know what patience is. Patience is slow to anger. Patience is long-suffering. Patience means endurance. Patience means bearable. The person you say you love, can you forbear for the person? Do you love him to a point that you can easily forgive him? Did you love him to the point that you can overlook his excesses? A lot of times what we think is love we have for our spouse is not love. It's called infatuation, just like it is named worldly wise or whatsoever you call it. Right? Love, you see, sometimes, all the time, it does not envy. A lot of times, I've met people who have met me, have a relationship problem. I have this problem. And the, the girl is not complying. And the guy is too like this. Why are you complaining? Love does not complain. That is the patience there. What do love do? Love is kind. How are you kind to somebody? Kindness means above all unmerited, he is merited. Above all, every other thing, he can stand the award. When you are kind to somebody, it means you are patient with the person. It means you are understanding. It means you are, you are soft-spoken. I'm just giving it in the layman language so you can understand. Praise the Lord. And he still went on to say, love is not envy. A lot of times, people in relationship, in marriages, are envious of their spouse. Yes, I have seen that. Some people will say, ah, is it because God has blessed you? Is it because you provide for the house? That is a wife talking to the husband. Especially when you say, buy me a car. The man say, at the moment, I don't have money. Ladies in the house, I want you to know that love is patience. Love it's kind. Love is not envy. And love does not boast. Don't boast for your spouse. Don't boast for the next person you are in the relationship with. Why? Because love endures all things. If you practice number four, I'm telling you, you will bet a good relationship that will lead to marriage. Praise the Lord. So fast forward to chapter 5 1 Corinthians 13 still 1 Corinthians 13 from verse 5 he said it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered it keeps no record of wrongs here is the sparkling word people of God it keeps no record of wrongs think about it a lot of times in relationship, you are angered and you want to break out of that relationship because the person that you are in the relationship in is what is hurting you. And then you keep records of all the wrong the person is doing. In your mind, you say, this man, 
He no no say I don't open book for him. I just the counting in in sin when just they commit. He don't commit number one, number two. We trash it out. He don't commit again. The next time when you go do, while I go break, I go break this relationship. I go enter another relationship. After all, men full everywhere, women full everywhere, brother and sister. That is not love. Think about love. Just like the Bible have said, you have done like he said in, um, um, in the book of John. Tracy said, "For God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten Son. Whosoever believe, that word believe is what gives you salvation. Salvation is a gift. Salvation is not meant to be earned. As far as you believe the word Jesus, you believe in sonship Jesus. You have gotten salvation. Therefore, you are a child of God. Therefore, kingdom is your inheritance. Therefore." Everything that belongs to God is yours, is yours. Therefore, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, is your father. Therefore, sickness is not your portion. Therefore, heartbreaks is not your portion. Therefore, everything you need on earth is supplied. Praise the Lord. And that is why he said it keeps no wrong. You have gotten salvation from the king of kings, right? Tomorrow, you tell lies. Wrong, number one. Next tomorrow, you steal. Number two, another day, you are fighting. Number three, you are backbiting. Number four, and so on and so forth. And then you go on your knees to pray to God. Your father in heaven is supposed to start counting your wrongs for you. Keeping record of it that because he has done this and this, he cannot, he doesn't deserve my blessings. But no, that is not how God operates. Praise the Lord. He said in his word, he said, yeah, our God. It means you are like him. And that is why he created his son, Jesus Christ, just like your image. And then Jesus went through all the suffering of everything we are going through today. Just to prove to you that in this world, you will face trial, tribulation, even love. You will not get from a lot of people. Some people suffer depression because of love. Some people suffer a lot of things because of love. And I want to announce to you today that despite all you have done, your wrong is not kept by your father in heaven. Therefore... Because ye are God, you have to do what? Forgive and keep no wrong. Are you in a relationship in the house this morning? I want to announce to you today that you have to show him love. 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 He does not keep record. Don't keep the record of that sister. Don't keep the record of that brother. But you do what? You love despite all. Praise the Lord. Love is not self-seeking. Are you self-seeking in your relationship with your siblings, with your spouse-to-be, with your spouse, with your colleague? Why do you, you self-seeking? God does not self-seeking. There are a lot of things you request from God and he grants it unto you even though he knows that at that time he's not supposed to. Look at Hezekiah, right? Who was supposed to die, right? And he prayed to God, and God added him more years. And guess what happened? He was useless. May God help us to know his perfect will and stand in his perfect will. Love 
does not dishonor others. Praise the Lord. You dishonor your spouse. You dishonor your, 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 your spouse-to-be. You dishonor your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You dishonor your fiancé. You dishonor your sisters and brothers. You know, when we talk of love, love is versatile. Praise the Lord. So today, I want you to open your eye and read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 5, when you leave church today. And ensure you digest it because this will teach you a lot of things. And that love that you convert from the scripture will carry you places. Praise the Lord. Show me a man who shows love to people and I will show you thousands of people who stands to pray for the man, who stands behind the man and who support the man in everything he goes through. Praise the Lord. Like I will recall briefly a man of God Rest in peace, Prophet T.B. Joshua. A lot of people spoke ill about him. A lot of people said he's a false prophet. A lot of people said he's a juju power actor and all of that. But I want to, I want to let you know something today. The Bible says, I was naked. You did not clothe me. I was hungry. You did not give me food to eat. I was thirsty. You did not give me water to drink. Have you ever seen God? But what? The people you see here are God. He outreached a lot of lives. And today he is going. You need to see his barrier, his, his barrier and then his, his tomb. People are saying a lot of things. Do not judge. Leave every minister to his father in heaven who called him. And every ministry to the caller of the ministry. Don't judge. Why am I saying so? If you love you show love to people, you won't judge. You won't dishonor them. That is my point. Do not, say if you dishonor me, it means you don't love me. Praise the Lord. And that is why everybody I come to meet, everybody I see around there, I get to see that, I get to see that they are just like myself. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is this message for somebody in the house? You are, you are looking cold as though you are not receiving. Are you receiving in the house? Make some noise for the Holy Ghost. Make some noise for the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Shall we, um, the media crew, please, Songs of Solomon, chapter 8 and verse 9. Songs of Solomon 8.9. He said, many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. If one were to give all the wealth of one house for love, it, is, it, it won't be what? Utterly scorned. Praise the Lord. You can see that love, water cannot quench. Nothing can quench love. Whoever you think you love, and you think you no longer love the person, it means there was no love in existence in the first place. Because if you love, it can never be what? Quenched. Praise the Lord. Rivers cannot sweep it away. Love, rivers cannot sweep it away. Um, you know, um, many a times we say, ah, my love, oh, some people say love is blind. Right? Love is blind. Eh? And some people say, 
My love can see you. I open my eye to see very well. Love is not blind. Love can see. Because God is love. And God can see. But yet, he loves. Praise the Lord. So love can see. Love is not blind. You can see if you love. You love unconditionally. Your heavenly father loves you unconditionally. I love you unconditionally. Epicenter Church loves you unconditionally. Unconditionally. Bastorate loves you unconditionally. If you, some of you who have worked with me, you know. Some of you who have been with me, like the Epicenter Music people, they can attest to it during Riaza. I spank them a lot. I shout at them a lot as though what they are delivering is... In fact, yesterday, I had to tell one of them here that you are making noise, sister. I be brother. And then I still went on to call them together and apologize to them after they have fixed it. And then I appreciated them. That is what is called what? Love. Praise the Lord. If somebody has hurt you in the past, if anybody has done anything to you, you have to show love to the person. One thing you need to know is that at the time being on earth, you are writing your scripture. You are writing your script. Tomorrow you die, you fall dead. This flesh is gone and the spirit returns back to the owner. Because like I said earlier, the life you live is not your own. The Bible says we should love. And then you don't love. What is your report in heaven? When the angels pull out your file and they begin to give records of what you have done on earth. What is your take home? Let it be that so so person stepped on you, but you still show the person love. So the person did this to you, and you forgave and you gave love. Praise the Lord. And that is the intro of becoming the right person. Becoming the right person, you have to what? Have love in you. Praise the Lord. And during the course of the preparation of my message, the Holy Spirit opened my eye to see the book of um, seven points for becoming the right person. Praise the Lord. And I've written here the three keys, the three key points of becoming the right person. Take your pen, your paper, and write. Point number one, loving the right way. Praise the Lord. Point number one, loving the right way. How do you love the right way. First Peter chapter 4 verse 8, the media crew, please be swift and fast. First Peter 4 verse 8. First Peter 4 verse 8. Are we there? He says, verse 8 says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sin. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you excited about this scripture? Verse, verse 4 said, verse 8 said, Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sin. Praise the Lord. A lot of times we think because somebody has hurt us and we love the person, you start keeping malice. But the Bible says you should love what? So deeply. What is that thing? That is too much for you to let go. What is that thing that is too much for you to keep aside and make your way straight? 
with that person you say you love. Is anything too much for you? Think about how God first loved you. He showed you how to love. He showed you how to love. He showed you how to love. Love is the theme of living. Praise the Lord. Love is the theme of living. If you say you love somebody and then you cannot stand in for the person regardless of whatever you go through or trials and tribulations you get from the person and then you say, oh, because he has hurt me, I'm no longer interested in relationship. Let me tell you, a lot of relationships suffer because there is no love. A lot of relationships suffer because there's no love. Is anybody with me in the house this morning? Is anybody getting this message this morning? If you know you are getting this message this morning, I want you to put your hands together for Jesus. I want you to celebrate the King of Kings for giving you yet another opportunity to cover up your mess, to cover up the multitude of sin, to cover up all that you have messed. I want you to jump to your feet and wave your hands to the King of Kings and love him. Because he has said it in his word. In 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 8. He said above all. Love each other deeply. Because love covers over a multitude of sin. It means your sin is forgiven. So it means you must forgive your brother. It means you must forgive your sister. It means you must forgive your husband. It means you must forgive your spouse. If you are together with me today. When you get home. Whoever you are nurturing hate for. Please make it right. Live today as though it's your last day. Because you don't know the day that is your last day. Have your seat in the presence of God. Praise the Lord, people. And point number two, forgiving the right way. Forgiving the right way. And our anchor scripture is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 4, 32. says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. This is NIV, right? Okay, beautiful. This is not Pastor Jenny telling you this. When I say forgiving the right way, it's not my point. It's from the scripture, from the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. He said, be the kind, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. God forgave you multitude of sin. So what excuse do you have not to forgive? You were in a relationship and he offended you or she offended you or you were married and he offended you or she offended you and you cannot forgive. My brothers and sisters, are you of Christ? Are you born of Christ? Because if you are born of Christ, you should forgive one another. Praise the Lord. See, if you don't have forgiveness enough, you cannot be a married man. Praise the Lord. If you don't have forgiveness in your spirit, soul, and body, you cannot marry. You know why? When you are married, 
For the married life in the house, wave your hands. Good. Especially when you're married. See, marriage is a hard work. Somebody asked me, is marriage an achievement? Because I talk a lot of, I do a series on the new rules of dating series. I don't know if you are on my pages, you are one of my followers, you get some of the clips there. Marriage is a lot of hard work. Marriage is not an achievement. Marriage is not for boys. Marriage is for the men. Marriage is not for the girls. Marriage is for the women. Praise the Lord. That is why you must be prepared. Like pastor said last week about preparation. Right? And the uh, promise meet where he was saying that when you're thinking, promise replaces the need for preparation. Brothers and sisters, if you are not prepared, physically, spiritually, mentally, financially, brothers and sisters, don't go into marriage. But guess what? When you are soaked and you are a child of God and you believe the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, you become the, the servant of the Most High, the sonship, the Lord, the sonship of our Lord Jesus Christ. With faith, all things are what? Possible. It means you can do it. You can what? Do it. In marriage, you have to forgive today, Aaron. Because get prepared before even another one is coming. Get prepared because tomorrow another one is what? Coming. In relationship, it starts from relationship. Because in relationship, if you don't forgive easily, it's going to be tough. Some people don't have the word, I am sorry, thank you, please. Those words do a lot for us. Please, baby, can you kindly help me bring that thing? And he would do it for you, happily, joyfully. And maybe he hurts you. A lot of people keep it in their hearts. They don't bring it on the table to be discussed. And then you go about keeping your face. I keep my face. You, you, you are lying down. You turn to the other side. I turn to the other side. Brothers and sisters, when you keep doing it, the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the devil comes in. And then that is when you hear of heartbreaks in relationship or what? Divorce in marriage. Praise the Lord. What do you do? Forgiving. Forgiving. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. When you get home, Kindly read this with understanding and meditate in. Praise the Lord. Is this message for anybody in the house this morning? Is this message for anybody in the house this morning? Okay. Then I said three points, the final points. Self-discipline. Let me recap my points. Point for becoming the right person. Three key points are loving the right way, forgiving the right way, and self-discipline. And our anchor scripture, the third point is Romans chapter 13 verse 8. It said, let no debt, let no debt remain understanding. Um, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever 
love's order has fulfilled the law. And verse 8 says, let no debt remain, let, sorry, let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves another has fulfilled the law. You see, loving one another has fulfilled the law. And when I talk about self-discipline, you have to discipline yourself this way. You have to discipline yourself this way. The only debt you can owe is when you have refused to love. Praise the Lord. When you have refused to love. When you have refused to love. Self-discipline. You are in a relationship. You don't have self-discipline. How can it work? As a lady... You don't have your principles. Any man you see, you fall for. Any man you see, you fall for. Any man you see, you fall for. You say, I love this one. I love that one. I love this one because he pampers me. I love this one because each time I ask anything, he gives me. I love this one because he's like this, he's like that. You are not what? Self-discipline. Why do you love because of something. Why is your love attached to what you get or what you earn? Why is your love not unconditionally? When my husband came back then to ask my hand in marriage, I asked him a question. I said, brother, Pastor Reverend Tosi, why do you want to marry me? And why did you love me? And he said, because I want you to be my companion. And I love you. That alone is him the stress I would have put him through. Because I was also looking for a companion. I was not looking for somebody to pay my bills. I was not looking for somebody to give me what I cannot give myself. You are looking for a man to give you what you cannot give yourself. You are looking for a rich man. Are you rich? You as a lady, are you rich? If I am rich, looking for a rich man, I should be rich. If I'm looking for a handsome man, I should be beautiful. If I'm looking for a spirit-filled man, I should be filled with the spirit of God. So why should I be looking for what I don't have? Self-discipline. Becoming the right person, you discipline your word self. Praise the Lord. Becoming the right person, you discipline your self. Jesus loves you unconditionally. And that is why he laid down his life for you. Can you lay down your life for anybody? Can you? Can you? That brother is so cute. He's so handsome. He has a lot of money. He can pay my bills. He can do this for me. Okay. Good and fine. If you know you're coming to meet me for counseling during your marriage, I'll ask you, brother, what did you have? Sister, what did you have? It must be 50-50. 50-50. You see me? I'm a professional accountant. And I can. He is a professional engineer, financial engineer, and a computer scientist. He brings money to the table, I bring money to the table. He brings love to the table, I bring love to the table. He brings, he brings prosperity to the table, investment, I also contribute to. 
You are a woman, you are looking for a man. Already made, God bless you. You, are you already made? He is buying you a recharge card. Buy him a recharge card too. You see my husband here. Every year I make sure I take him out. When I mean taking him out for shopping to change his wardrobe. And he does same for me. Sometimes he tells me, baby, thank you for taking care of our son. Thank you for going through all what you've gone through. Today, I want to take you, only you out to spoil you. And some days too, I prepare a very nice place for him. And I tell him, baby, I'm taking you out. All bills on me. And I pay. The virtuous woman is a woman who built her home. How do you build your home? Becoming the right person. How do you build your home? Self-discipline. How did you build your home? By loving. How did you build your home? Always ready to forgive. Forgive the right way. Praise the Lord. You need a beautiful life. Do you have what it takes to keep that beautiful life the man is ready to give you? You need a gentle, unique, quiet woman in your life. You, as a man, can you maintain it? Can you maintain it? Love. Love. Last week, finding the right person. This week, becoming the right person. What a strong theory for the month. If I were you seated in the house this morning... I won't want to miss any of this series. Because if you follow it gently, I'm telling you, whatever you are seeing in your relationship, you will see a turnaround. You will see that God will change your story for better. Are you looking for a wife? God will fasten and hasten it. Are you looking for a husband? God will fasten it and hasten it. Are you having challenges in your relationship? You are into this relationship. Today, you are broken. Tomorrow, heartbreak. Next, tomorrow, in fact, all manner of nyama nyama. I want to let you know that Epicenter Church, where you are seated today, is going to, the Lord is going to use this ministry to amend all of that. Are you preparing to get married this year? And your relationship is not working? Love will work it out. Forgiveness will work it out. Self-discipline will work it out. You have to be self-disciplined. If you are not disciplined, you cannot get what you want. You attract who you are. Who you are attracts what you receive. You cannot be... You cannot be... Today, at these days, I don't think there are a lot of people who are illiterate. We have a lot of literates. See, for the men, let me advise you. If you are educated, please don't go for an uneducated woman. Even the educated ones have issues. How much more the uneducated ones? When you are educated, you understand the language together. When you are uneducated, you will understand your language together if you are in the same court. If 
And a lot of time in self-discipline, people don't discipline themselves so well. You are looking for the right person. And you are not the right person. Negative plus positive. You see? You get negative vibes in the relationship. Positive plus, 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 plus positive is what? Positive. Negative plus negative is what? Negative. Positive, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> negative plus negative is positive. You know why? Yeah. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, so. <laughs> you know why? Eh? Negative plus negative is equals to positive, right? It means if you are educated, you married an educated woman. If you were spiritual, you marry a spiritual woman. If you are an excellent person, you marry an excellent man. If you can cook, you marry a cook. If you can wash, you marry a wash. You know what it means? Problem will be relentless. You get what? Positive word, vibes. See, in relationship, nobody is less important. Everybody is important. Bring yours, I bring mine. We will click and it will work. Praise the Lord. It will click. I don't know who is in the house this morning. The Lord asked me to tell you that area of your relationship. He said, every kununu is over. Every nyamanyama is over. Every heartbreak is washed off. You are a woman here. Each time a man speaks to you for love, after a short while, the, the, the love begins to diminish. Today is the end of it. You are a man here. You are looking for a wife to marry. All the wives you are looking for, they are after your pocket. Today marks the end. The Lord will bring to you that which will support you financially, spiritually, physically, psychologically. I want you to jump on your feet this morning. I begin to pray. I begin to ask God. If you know you are in a relationship and then you are, you are believing God for a change, I want you to step forward. I want you to step forward. If you are in a relationship and you need God to help you, I want you to step forward. Step forward for a prayer this morning. Open your mouth and begin to worship. Open your mouth and begin to worship. Open your mouth and begin to talk to God about your relationship. Open your mouth and begin to talk to God about your relationship. What is that area of your relationship? You need the touch of God. Begin to speak. Begin to prophesy. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Today, I prophesy. 